Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. We are promoting a brand new ebook. We've been working online for a few years. We've been able to make over 100K USD working on my own time. The ebook is Tell All Ebook, explaining the various methods I've used to do this. So the ad could go something like, Hey guys, have you ever dreamed about working from home? Question mark. Here is your chance. This online entrepreneur has been able to make over 100K online from whenever he wants or on his own time. Using these methods, he reveals his LL book. These are 100% legitimate opportunities that don't require you to pay anything. The only thing you have to get is this ebook. That explains everything. Something along those lines. Then you give them the link to my YouTube video if possible. Then the links to the ebook link to the YouTube video. Check it out on Amazon. And we've, attra- we've attached a banner. Tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes. And of course, Radio Loyalty. And we have a great guest with us today. She uh, joins us live here on a broadcast. And I am no, I know, I know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, I'm going to butcher your first name. But we're going to give it a shot here. Denin Joiner? Denine. Denine, okay. Jiggy Jag, the ugly American on display. <laughs> Uh, she is a, a black Indian woman born into a family legacy of highly gifted healers from the Native American uh, tribes, and uh, she joins us today here on a broadcast. Get more information on her website, D-E-N-N-E-E-N-J-O-Y-N-E-R.com, and uh, she joins us today here on our broadcast, and you have a tremendous book out there, uh, Soul Wounds and Secret Relevations. And uh, a warrior daughter's awakening to pain and destiny. And she joins us today here in a broadcast. So first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself, my friend. Okay. Well, first of all, hello, and thank you for having me. Yes. I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. I am in Pittsburgh. I'm a born and raised Pittsburgh woman, and that's where I'm actually calling you from today. And I am daughter number seven to my parents. All girls. <laughs> you can imagine that. I know, right? All <laughs> girls. I'm the baby. Um, uh, I'm not spoiled, though. I'm not spoiled, but I am the baby. I enjoy uh, cooking. I'm a foodie, so I like to eat it, too. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to think that I'm a, a, a wine connoisseur as well. And, and I enjoy reading. I enjoy reading books and reading people. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So uh, so tell me and John about this book. Yes. So my book, uh, available in paperback and hardback, it's called Soul Wounds and Sacred Revelations. And it chronicles my uh, journey with emotional pain that I carried from the time that I was seven all the way up until I was 47, believe it or oh, not. Wow. So there was consecutive uh, life events that were painful and traumatic that happened to me. And I never, I never once stopped to grieve them. And so what ended up happening, because I thought that I could carry them and just basically grin and bear it like most people, I found out that that was further from the truth, that at some point that I was going to have to face all of this pain. And so I hit rock bottom in 2011, and that's when the healing journey started for me. So this book has everything to do with what an awakening looks like and what it really looks like to actually decide to live your life instead of end it by suicide, which is what I was facing. Wow. Well, I will have to say, uh, you, you, you mentioned your age earlier, and... Uh, they, they they sure as hell are right when they say black don't crack because uh, you 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 don't you don't look uh, forty seven yeah. or whatever the hell you were saying you are. 
I know. Well, listen, it's so funny because I still get carded sometimes when I go to restaurants and I order the wine that I just told you I enjoy <laughs> every now and again. I, you know, and it's so funny because the waitress, you know, or waiter, they're they're young people and they're carting me. And I'm like thinking, you know, I have shoes older than you. And you <laughs> carted me. Awesome. You know, but I love it. I love it. You know, it's a it's a good uh, ego boost for sure. But uh, hey, surely you have a baby face, ma'am. Yes. Would you say? I said you've got a baby face, ma'am. Well, thank when you. When I bartended, I would have carted you too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a soul medium. You're a spiritual coach, storyteller. Uh, tell tell us. Uh, how this uh, how this book came together. Talk to us about the writing process for this book. Okay, so I am a first-time author. And so this was a huge feat for me to, to actually decide that I was going to, you know, partake in writing my story. If I had, I guess, to choose what type of story I would have written other than a memoir, it probably would have been you know, something more like mystery or, you know, or something that was kind of comedic. But I knew that I had to write my life story. And although there are some uh, parts that is funny to my life, that's not what really I highlighted uh, so much in this book. I really thought about how can I share my blueprint for healing and what I uncovered and discovered about the DNA behind emotional pain and how our families and our ancestors has everything to do with discovering our spiritual gifts that are often hidden in all of this muck. So I knew that I had to get the message out somehow, some way. And so the book was my only way that I could really reach people that I may never meet, but that I could actually empower them to see their life in a different way. That's fantastic. So uh, what are some of your goals for this book? My goal is, is generally to do what I, what I intended, which is to get it in the hands of tens of thousands of people who find themselves basically grappling every day with getting out of bed and wondering when the bottom is going to find, you know, fall out like I thought. Oh, yeah. I knew that, you know, I knew and I could feel the walls of my life closing in on me. But I still thought that I could, you know, get around it somehow, that I wouldn't really have to go there and really, you know, face all of the things that I had encountered throughout my life. And so, you know, my goal is really to give people hope and to give them another option with healing. Native American inspired healing has everything to do with empowering the person who is carrying the pain to look at their life in a different way by becoming a student of their life. And so this book pretty much gives them, like I said, the blueprint to start to, to examine that pain and to do it with courage. Because I believe that most people tend to not focus on their pain because they really don't know where to start. And they yeah. also think that the pain is going to be as equally devastating as it was when it first occurred. And that's farther from the truth. We have got a, a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. She has a tremendous, tremendous new book out there. And uh, so uh, with, with this whole book, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book? I want them to, to know that emotional pain is sent to us really in preparation for why we're here. And so although it is discomforting, the pain is really in preparation for that destiny. But because we become more human, you know, more earthly, um, we forget that we are spiritual beings first. Yes. And so we get further and further away from that memory of being spiritual beings. And so, you know, the preparation that comes with the pain that was sent to us really from divine to really prepare us turns into something more because we then start to include other earthly things that are going on in our lives. Yeah. So we are attracting all of this instead of actually looking to it to actually mold us and prepare us. And I really have to say that, you know, I haven't met anyone yet 
who has told me that, you know, when they were growing up in their household, that their, you know, their parents or their primary caretaker actually showed them how to respond to emotional pain. Most people, you know, our parents, they, you know, mine included, they didn't include that, you know, in the parenting handbook, you know, if, (laughs) you know, emotionally, like, what do you do? You know? And so most people, because, you know, facing it makes them uncomfortable, including, um, you know, having to really just unpack things. We learn to grit and bear it because basically that's what we saw. We saw our parents, you know, um, survive, you know, a lot of different traumatic events um, and or pain. And so we've adopted their ways and their ways aren't the best, but that's what they did. And so we do that too. And so basically what I'm, you know, empowering and want people to know is that it's okay. It's okay that you didn't know. And it's okay, you know, that you, you learned the wrong way to respond to it. But I'm trying to really you know, impart to people the right way to do it. And when you learn the right way to respond to pain, you know, past and present, then you feel more free and it opens you up to actually remember and move forward to the purpose that is waiting for you. John, uh, jump in there, my friend. I've been reading a little bit on your um, website here. Uh, Do you think, um, and I love what you're saying, but do you think sometimes people have a trouble with the pain because everybody deals with it differently? Because it says you were into social work, so I'm sure you encountered some stuff that you would have never thought you'd encounter in your life. And I'm sure that weighed heavily on you, much less other people. And it's like, um, my parents were, well, my mom was actually good with it because um, she told me once, you know, I was like, people sit there and think that, you know, other people have it worse, and sometimes they do. But your problems are the worst because you're the one having to deal with them is what she told me. She goes, um, she goes, I know you're going to, you may not deal with this the way I do. She goes, I'm here for you. Come to me when you need it. But she goes, don't think your problems aren't big. She goes, but don't let them consume you. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know if that was because different people deal with different stuff because I grew up battling depression a little bit here and there. Cause I was like the little passive aggressive nerd kid growing up mm-hmm. and um, had a good soul and everything. And it's like, you're talking about empaths here. I truly believe in that. Cause I think some people are put in certain situations for a reason. Yes. It's like I had a girl that worked for me in the restaurant industry and um, sweetheart of a kid, just a great kid, biggest nerd like I was. And that's the reason I think we liked each other so much as buddies. But anyway, um, we worked together on a Sunday and I, she was like, I go, she asked me, when's the next time I work? I go, I don't work again until Wednesday. I got Monday, Tuesday off. She's like, okay. And I go, I go, do you work Wednesday? And she's like, yeah, and I go, you better be here. Well, she went home and then Monday, I guess she had something that kind of set off her depression. And then Tuesday, she thought very seriously, she said about killing herself, but she told me, she goes, the only reason I didn't is because you made me promise I was going to be here and I wasn't going to disappoint you. Hmm. And I have never blubbered so much in my life. I was just like, I told her, I go, if you let anybody know I have a true heart, I go, we are in big trouble. Okay. And she started laughing and everything. But but, I mean, I think people are put in positions and spots because there was a need and whether somebody actually reaches out for it or not. Yes, I would agree with that. And, And you're right that everybody, you know, everybody has a, a, a different tolerance, if you will, when it comes to emotional pain. And again, it comes from, you know, from your first family, your parents. And so I heard you say about your mom, you know, her tolerance and what she instilled in you about it, and also your dad. So I would say you're probably somewhere in between the two of them, but probably more yeah. so leaning towards your mom's emotional framework because she basically gave you permission, if you will, and told you, you know, that it's okay. She told you what to expect, um, you know, and how to navigate it. But she also said that I'm here for you. And there's a lot of people who don't have that type of support from any one of their parents, you know? And so, you know, when you don't have that support, when you don't have someone telling you those things or things similar to that and telling you that it's okay, 
and that I want to hear from you when you are in pain. I want to know, you know, how your day was. I know what your highs and lows were. You know, if you have somebody, you know, who is very vested in your emotional um, well-being, I mean, that's beautiful. It really is. Yeah, that's pretty lucky. Yes, for sure. For sure. You know, but there's people out here who don't have that, didn't have it. And so really, you know, they're they're really thinking that, you know, what's the use? What's the use of trying to, you know, unpack this? And, you know, you know, and for some people who are 40 and above, they really think that it's like useless. And that's further from the truth. You know, I've come to find that, you know, people who are 40 and above or the people who have the greatest potential because you've lived a while. And so you, you know, you know, you have those experiences. It doesn't mean that, you know, because you've had those experiences that your life is not worth anything or it's not worth living. It's not true. It means that, you know, if you have and you can tap into that discord, you know, the feeling that makes you feel like, you know, why am I even here? That's when you really need to look into it because that's your soul calling you. It's saying to you, no, there's so much more. Like, don't settle. Don't give up. Well, you have been uh, fantastic today, uh, oh, yeah, by the way. She's awesome. Uh, we, we, are, we are definitely going to have to have you back uh, well, when, love that. when we have a little bit more time. And I also need to uh, – I've got a couple other people I want to connect you with as well for uh, for interviews. So uh, before we let you go, how do we find you online, uh, social media, get your book, everything? Yes. So my book is available, Barnes & Noble. And Amazon and Kindle, you can get that all online because the stores are probably closed. I'm sure they're not essential. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. And then you also could connect with me on my website, DeneenJoiner.com, um, Instagram, same, Deneen Joiner. And then I also have a sacred learning village, which is on Facebook, and it is Choose to Be Empowered. So if you could like and follow me, that would be wonderful, and you would be connected to me, and you'll get post and inspiration every day. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you are uh, tremendous, and uh, we look forward to uh, chatting with you more down the road. Thank you, my friend. This has definitely been a uh, fun interview, and yes. uh, you are pretty damn amazing. We will talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. There she goes, and uh, we are going to take a brief time out, and when we come back... Well, the craziness continues. <laughs> We've got more on the other side. A tremendous new marketing partner with us today, Transmedia Worldwide, creative dating app, Improve Society. Check out GoFundMe.com. Search creative dating app, I improve society. They are looking to raise $50,000 for an amazing, amazing new app. Now, what are the benefits? Help people find their soulmate, improve dating with creativity, improve society, and reduce the divorce rate and reduce loneliness. You can check out more at GoFundMe.com. Search creative dating app, I improve society. How the funds will be spent. They'll be spending that on the app and the website development. They'll be paying their staff, creative research as well, other creative projects to improve society and helping the economy. Get more information at GoFundMe.com. Search creative dating app, I Improve Society. Hopeful timeline for funding. The sooner they reach their funding goals, the sooner they get to work and help reduce loneliness. They can help people find their soulmate and other projects to improve society. What the support means to them. As the founder of Pursuing Compatibility, they've got a personal experience facing the heartbreaking reality that being with a partner for eight years was not the right fit. Therefore, this project is personal to them. Multiple dating and relationship resources are outdated, complicated, and confusing for the user, besides them being boring. Anne Marie's goal is to create a super creative, revolutionary experience for users to provide hope and enlightenment to finding others' soulmates, reducing fears of divorce, bring fun and creativity for users, and improve society. Check out GoFundMe.com. Search creative dating app, I Improve 
society. Magnitude of gratitude. This project means the world to them, and they would be incredibly grateful for any support from anybody that supports their dreams and goals to bring forth a new experience for users. The project is not only good for improving dating in one's life, but it also is improving society. Helping bring people closer together. Get more information online right now. Go check out Anne Marie Sheridan's great new Henderson, Nevada GoFundMe campaign. It is G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M. Search Creative Dating App I Improve Society. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. I'm going to see if Hello? There she is. Esther, how are you? It's James. How are you, my friend? Ha, fine. How are you doing? Pretty good, actually. I, uh, I, I've i had a little bit of audio problems here, but I've got them fixed, so I got you on the phone. Uh, Excellent. <laughs> how I are know. you today, my Tried friend? I tried to do the Skype thing. All of a sudden it's working, not working. I don't know. So uh, I hey, phone is the best. That, that, that'll work. That'll work. We have got uh, Esther Perlman with us today. She joins us live here in the broadcast. And uh, Esther has a brand new winning book, It's Not Easy Being a Woman, among her other several titles in recent years. And her angle with us today is going to be family fun, how to get everyone involved. And um, so, so give, us, give, give us your thoughts here on family fun, Esther. Family fun. You don't see each other. You just see each other on Zoom. That way you don't have to get dressed up. You don't have to wear your bra. You don't have to put your makeup on. You don't have to make a reservation for a a restaurant. You know, you don't have to drive anywhere. You just stay home and talk to somebody on on the computer. (laughs) Esther Perlman with us today. She joins us live here in her broadcast. And um, so um, Mother's Day, uh, and you've got three kids. Uh, Talk to us about this. You've got some strong views on this holiday. Well, it was it was really nice. Everybody was pleasant. Um, nobody argued with each other, and uh, they were very appreciative of me being a mother. They said some very nice words. They told me how much they all loved me. Even my son-in-law said he loved me. He never said that before. So he was on the spot, you know, to say something nice. <laughs> so, but it was very. <laughs> That's great. So then, um, and then uh, my uh, da- granddaughter, who is in Arizona, she was going to popcorn uh, the the uh, pop place, the uh, uh, corn. Let's see, what's it called? Her her dog's name was Popcorn. The Popeye place. It was going to a Popeye chicken place. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so over there in Arizona. So that was uh, what she was doing. Didn't see her face. And then she complained about it after she ate it. So, um, and then my son had his dog, Colonel, uh, there at his house and uh, showed the picture of the Colonel. And then, uh, you know, I didn't get to uh, pet Colonel, but, you know, can't have everything. And then, <laughs> um, so, and then my You're son. Great. <laughs> Because their other dog name was Popcorn, and now that's what was funny that that my daughter-in-law was, uh, my granddaughter was going to uh, have Popeye popcorn, a Popeye chicken, and and their dog name was Popcorn. So I, that's why I <laughs> kind of confused. I was glad she wasn't eating her dog, but anyway. So um, uh, and then my son wrote a play for. Um, poem for me it was very nice i'll I'll have it in my next book yeah we've got uh esther perlman with us today she has got a uh fantastic book she joins us live here in our broadcast and uh she has got an amazing amazing book it's not easy being a woman she joins us today here on the old skype and uh she is pretty fantastic, and uh, we have got a uh, great guest. Uh, we've got all sorts of guests we're going to be talking to today, and um, Esther joins us live here on our program. So, um, so Esther, um, you have got uh, several great books out there. Um, tell us a little about this, uh, th- this latest one here. It's not easy being a woman. Tell me about it. Okay, so what I did was, you know, I'm always getting into mischief. And, um, you know, wherever I go, there's always a little um, Michigas. I don't know if you know that word. Yes, anyway, yes, it's kind of. Yes. <laughs> and um, so I write about, 
you know, like somebody told me to uh, get badges, labels for an art show. So I had to go to like four different stores, and then all of a sudden I'm thinking, thinking of that that phrase, I ain't got, don't give me no uh, stinking badges. Do you remember that phrase? Yes, yes, indeed, so, yes, so, indeed. So, you know, it was that. like 9 o'clock at night, and, and it was, the guy was uh, that was showing me the labels was stretching, and, and, and so I was asking him yeah. about that because it reminded me, and, and he didn't, he never heard that phrase. <laughs> so, you know, that was a very big phrase, you know. A lot yeah. of comedians wrote about it in uh, in their uh, their stories, and um, uh, Robin Williams said it on Johnny Carson. So when I went home to listen to Johnny Carson, and I saw Robin Williams, and then I started watching an hour of his stuff. So, um, but you know, all of a sudden you're talking to people in the store, and they never heard of what you're thinking. Yeah, and yeah. so I just happened to throw out that. Um, Praise to him, and he he got a big kick out of it. Astor Perlman so with us today. So I usually talk to a lot of uh, people, you know, when I'm going to the store. Since I haven't been going to the store lately that much, uh, you know, yep. it's it's yep. hard to find something funny to laugh about. So uh, so Esther, you have um, recovered from cancer in the past. No, uh, no, I never had cancer. You, you got me wrong. Oh, no, I did. I have. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of uh, problems with my teeth. I had to have all my teeth done, and uh, I had all the gum work done. Okay. And, you know, yeah. I spent years and years of going, you know, to the dentist for yep. gum work and everything. Yep. So, um, Esther Perlman with us today. She joins us live here in the broadcast. And um, I guess uh, as we wrap up here with you, my friend, because we just had an impromptu guest show up out of nowhere. Um, I, but before oh, before no. we but before we get to get to them, I guess um, wrap up with us and uh, give us uh, your details. How do we find you online? Get your stuff. Everything. Okay, so I'm on Amazon and uh, used to have Barnes and Nobles, but I don't see it around. Um, and then uh, I have a, a e- email, Esther Perlman, uh, a website, estherperlman.com, yep, and yep. Esther Perlman blog, blog spot, and you can see my artwork. And I usually uh, put my artwork with my stories, and then uh, when I had my art shows, I put my pictures of the people that I met on in the, you know, in the, art show yeah, and yeah. um and then of course i write about my kids and and um and and the weird things that happened to me so it's it's a cute book very cute with pictures and my son has like five poems in there i was going to read the one but i don't think you have time we we, we don't really have time I, I i apologize for that esther but uh but I, I appreciate you making time for us today and thanks for coming on esther Okay, good talking to you, James. Appreciate it. Thank you. There she goes, Esther Perlman, and we're going to take a time out. Come back with more. Social media is on fire, and as you know, if you have got on social media the last couple weeks, you have met Misa. Misa is the next-generation social family robot, smart, 
interactive, and uniquely mobile. Misa can play with your children, handle your schedule, and keep your home safe. Misa will blend right into your family as a friend. Teacher, companion, cameraman, homemaker, entertainer, and more. Misa is now available. At 50% off on Indiegogo, you can pre-order Misa today at Indiegogo.com. Search Misa, the next generation social family robot. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search M-I-S-A, the next generation social family robot, and tell them you heard about it here on The Hub. Live it. Live it. (laughs) Or something. I don't know. Okay, we are back live here in our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar radio broadcast. Good God. I just... People just show up out of nowhere and they just think they can get an interview. Is that how this goes? Is that is that what's hot in the streets? Is that what's going on with live? Um, get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, JiggyJaguar.us. That's not our website. We don't own that website. <laughs> Let's give out some plugs for some websites we don't own. Okay. Let me call Eric. Or Rick. Is it Rick? Is it Eric? Who is it? I don't know. I don't know. Is it Rick? Is it Eric? Is it is it is it Eric Rick? I don't know. Rick? Wangsiner. Let's try this. Eric Weisinger. I am the rocket ship. I am the rocket ship. We're going to try it here. There he is. Hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> Hello, sir. Let me uh, get everything set up here and we will get off and running here. All right. We'll chat a little bit about this. Uh, We have got a great guest with us today. Joins us live here in a broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on iHeartRadio. Also, AMFM247.com. And uh, so uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Well, the name of our band is I Am a Rocket Ship. Um, Neither of us are rocket ships. (laughs) but uh, That's awesome, though. So uh, I'm Eric. I'm Ellie. And uh, we are hopefully going to be joined here in just a few seconds by my co-host, Mr. John Mosier. But um, so uh, yeah. the, the 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 band I am a rocket ship, and as you can see on your screen, neither of these two are a rocket ship, and neither is John. But uh, we are we are talking today a little bit about uh, this uh, incredible uh, band that they also have a. Uh, Brand new album, Ghost Stores. Tell us about Ghost Stores. Well, it's actually Ghost Stories. Ghost Stories. Stories. Okay, well, apparently there was a typo in the email. I apologize. That, that, that probably makes more sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, You're great. We, we called it that for kind of a strange reason in that um, I found this got a trade for this old guitar, 1940s Gibson, and within one day of sitting down, this song just kind of popped out, and it just seemed fully formed, and it just all made sense, and it almost felt like I had just been transcribing something through the guitar, and we'd already been working on a few songs for an EP, and um, just the idea of ghost stories came into my head, because a lot of the time when you're, when you're writing a song or when you're making music... There's that whole idea of, you know, being moved by the spirit or something like that. And a lot of the songs, we don't really know where they came from or what they're about. Right. Considering, like, our previous album was more work to get the songs together. This was more picking the songs from where they already were, if that makes sense. (laughs) That's fantastic. We have got... uh two great guests with us today they join us live here in a broadcast so how did you come up with i am a rocket ship we overheard um a small child saying it you know how small kids sometimes <laughs> yes. decide that's what they're going to be when they grow up yep like my brother 
declared when he was young, when I grow up, I'm going to be a truck. We could have named and, the band. I'm, so I'm going to be a truck. truck. <laughs> you guys uh, are fun. Just, so nice. <laughs> when, before you know that there are limits to, to your ambitions, you can just go with whatever you want to be. That's great. That is great. That is that is so simple. That is so simple and fantastic. Uh, I am a rocket ship with us today. They join us live here in the broadcast. Ghost Stories is the latest uh, from them. And uh, so, tell me and John a little bit about why you decided to uh, to to write all this and put all this music out there. Oh, uh, you you hung up for just a second, but I uh, uh, the talk, talk to us about why you guys decided to put this uh, music collection together and everything. Oh, how I, much time do we have? I, I, I think the, the the short, not very exciting story is that we just we write a lot, and it just had sort of reached critical mass. It had gotten to the point <laughs> where, well, we should at least do an EP. We just finished the last. Uh, album but let's do something else and then for this one the first two or three songs we recorded just went so easily it's like i don't think this has to be an ep i think this can be an album mm -hmm. that being said they don't they don't all sound the same in the songs in this album there's just there was not just one piece of inspiration for the whole thing but we thought that was okay to make like a mixed bag album yeah it's very mixed something for everyone that's awesome so, uh, so John, sitting here listening to "I Am a Rocket Ship," I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you have some questions. Oh yeah, I kind of, I'm enjoying your guys' candor. You guys are nice. You're funny. You got a nice repartee there. Um, how well did your, um, your one album, Mind Graffiti, do? Was that a pretty good one for you? Was it, you know, the first one before this? I think that was the one where we actually started noticing people searching us out like people the same people would come to different shows to the point where we started recognizing fans and that was um that was a felt okay yeah that one um it's funny we we did our first album mission control in 2016 and i think we did it for the same reason that most bands ever do an album you just need something to give a club so you can get booked right and so we <laughs> did an album and then after we played the material from it for a while, we started getting more of a feeling of, you know, we like it. We still do things off of it. But I think who we really are is a little bit different. And so Mind Graffiti was the one where it's like, I think this is more who we really are. It was a little, um, it was a little bit more ambitious. Hmm. Finding our voice a bit. Yeah. Okay. All I've got to say is your guys' album covers are freaking fantastic. <laughs> I love, I love the artwork on them. It is beyond great. Oh, thank oh well, you. well, thank you very much. We, I mean, on Mind Graffiti, we just were trying to rip off Led Zeppelin. Mm. Um, <laughs> this one's a little more original. Mm -hmm. The the new one. Have you seen the ghost? By the way, yeah, there, the there, there is a ghost in the cover. We didn't realize this. We took a photo. In this old um, train museum in Georgia, and then when we looked at the photo afterwards, we realized that there is a person in the photo who wasn't there when we. It's all the way in wow. the exact center, way, way, way back in the last car. There's uh, sort of the oh, roof. okay, I see it now. There is somebody in that in car. Back, yeah. And <laughs> we walked to the end of the car, and there was nobody there, and there wasn't an entrance or an exit there. So looking at the photo, it's like. Ooh, well, there oh, we go. We got to use this one. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry, mind blown. It's easy today, but it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I am a rocket ship ghost stories, and uh, it, 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 it is it is such a, uh, such, you know, such a great album. They even have a ghost on their actual album cover, which is awesome. So uh, check out IamARocketShip.com for more information. That's IamARocketShip.com. And uh, so where do you guys get your inspiration to make some of the music that you make? Hmm. Well, that. <laughs> well, sometimes it's an old guitar that seems to have songs in it. I think that happens a lot with new instruments, actually. 
almost every new guitar, there's been a song, whether or not it was something useful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that could be used for the album. Yeah. And sometimes it's just sounds, like interesting sounds we hear. But I think mostly it's an idea that just pops into one of our heads and it, won't let go. It's definitely, for me, it's when I notice two people interacting in a strange way. It doesn't have to be a romantic way or a confrontational way. But when you see how people interact and you kind of scratch your head and you think, well, I never, I don't understand this. And you just sort of <laughs> puzzle it over. And then eventually some phrase sticks in your head. Like, um, oh gosh, I mean, I would think that uh, my nature that's kind of the single off of it. Um, that one was because I just kind of noticed that some people, no matter how much good they want to do, and they never consciously choose, let's say, evil per se, it's just in their nature that they're going to go in and be an agent of chaos. They can't help it. They're, they're wired wow. so that they create conflict. Oh, yeah. I believe that totally. <laughs> There's like this guy we know. He says he doesn't like drama and he yeah, goes right. away from it. That's right. But for some reason, it always <laughs> follows him. Always, always follows. I'm talking about Jiggy. I know. <laughs> so, so who uh, were some of the big bands yeah. that you guys liked when you were getting started? Or was there anybody you liked? Was there a certain style you liked? Was it like acoustic? Did you like. 80s rock, I mean, what was the big thing that you guys really got into? Uh, when we first started, it was quite different. I was more into either, like, acoustic, emotional Sensi singer-songwriter. Sensitive boys. Sensitive boys, or, like, electronic, industrial, European okay. music. Um, and I think you were more, you were, well, a lot more into American rock <laughs> than I ever was. Yeah, I mean, I guess I come from a little bit more of a... Florida uh, background? A, a, well, yeah, I mean, I was raised in a trailer park, so that probably influences my musical taste to some degree. But uh, it's it's kind of funny in that you're more into, like, Nick Drake, and I'm more into Rammstein, and somehow or other we met in the middle <laughs> somewhere around Massive Attack. Yeah. <clears throat> It's kind of like, you know, one was into Bach and one was into Rancid or something, you know. It's kind of a big yeah. conglomeration there. It's like a, it's like an overlapping Venn diagram. Actually, Rammstein is in the overlap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and so is, uh, lately, for some weird reason, One of the Jewels has really been in the overlap. I don't mm -hmm. know why. It's just a lot of good rhythms, for me at least. Sweet. I, Yeah. But there's so much going on in Atlanta, though. Um, I mean, I think every locality probably has an incredible music scene. There's just, people are so inherently musical. I, I think you could go to the smallest town in America and find an amazing band. Mm. But uh, in Atlanta, there's just so much happening all the time. There's so um, much variety. We try to make a point to go out and listen to music that is not like our music. And this is a very good place for it. Even music that we definitely couldn't play or sing ourselves. It's just, sometimes we get inspiration from it. But a lot of the times it's just, you don't want to get locked into one way of listening to things. Right? Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, what would you compare your music to? If, if people were looking to, uh, to, to search you guys out or, or was listening to you and they wanted to recommend you to someone like, this, you might also like yeah. this well twice people have come up to us after shows and said we sounded like the kills yeah so, so maybe a little bit of that yeah after the second time we looked up the kills online we honestly had <laughs> never heard the kills in our lives and somebody said yeah the way you deconstructed that is really like the kills and i'm like what do you mean <laughs> and, so, and, the, and i remember turning to you i said Shit, I just looked at the kills. We do sound like them. So, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and then somebody else, I think, said curve. And then some British guy came up to us after a show and said, I hear a lot of Portishead in you. And, and I was I, like, thank you well, very much. Okay. 
Um, you're drunk, but thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> I've got uh, two great guests with us today. Uh, I am the rocket ship, which is a. Uh, uh, how, how did you guys arrive at at the fact of you were going to use this name? What was what was it just as simple as you were sitting somewhere and overheard it, or had you been bantying about different names and this one came about and you're like, let's go for it. We had discussed it, but then we were literally just sitting it down somewhere and this child walked by and just there it was and we looked at each other and we were like well that's it yeah we we'd had a band by another name which with um, other people in it with other people in it and we were kind of wanted to go in a different direction anyway and then we found out there was another band in atlanta even though we'd had this name for like five years who was doing the same name so it's like well all right we got to do something different and then it just popped out and um I mean, you know, you look at great band names, Blue Oyster Cult or something like that. What in the world does that mean? It just needs to be something that is that? kind of interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Toad and the Wet Sprocket. That's kind of a little different one there. And... Yeah. <laughs> so this, so this music... comes up when you Google it and something that's... True. Plus, we could get the domain name. That was important. <laughs> oh. Well, it's all... It's all, all the it's good, good point. It's all about marketing. Uh, yeah. so this, so this video for my nature, we're going to play this here in a few moments. Describe this video to folks. We're going to play it here in a few moments for our social media viewers. But, uh, this, this, this is a, uh, pretty interesting video. You've got all sorts of animals and I, I, I don't know where the hell you shot it, but it looks fantastic. We shot it in the grittiest basement we could find. <laughs> <laughs> there was a basement that had sort of a chicken wire cage in there, you know, where people can put their possessions. And so we thought it looked a little bit like a cage. And that is sort of like if we were in the cage, it was because we had to control our nature. And then all of the animal shots are also about you know, every one of these animals is beautiful, but in the wrong circumstances, incredibly deadly, like the owl, the yes. cat. Dragonfly, all of that, they're beautiful, but it's in their nature to kill. And um, so we really just kind of wanted to not so subtly bring that point across. <laughs> well, it is a uh, it is a great music video, and we are going to play it right now, and uh, it's my nature. And uh, I appreciate you guys being with us today. Me and John have had a blast with you guys. Uh, it's great talking well, thank to you. you. Yeah. This has definitely and been I fun. I hope you're safe and well there. You obviously are both at least six feet apart, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, like 60 miles apart. Like that, you know. yes. Had to be extra careful. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So long. There they go, and we are going Ooh. to play My Nature. It is now... On our world famous Chicky Jaguar Radio Broadcast.
That is my nature. I am a rocket ship. Check them out online. They are fantastic. They're getting rave reviews all over the damn place. And uh, we are going to take a brief time out. And when we come back, we have got more on the other side. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Tremendous new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Go over to mybdpharma.com. That's mybdpharma.com. Check it out today. These guys are absolutely amazing. They have a brand new medicine store. You can make an order with BD Pharma Medicine Store. The app is just a few clicks in order to receive medicine at your home. It provides discounts on medicines and other healthcare products. Go check out the app. Do it today. It has got some amazing features. You can search search and buy medicines. Check it out today at mybdpharma.com. That's M-Y-B-D-F-H-A-R-M-A.com. That's M-Y-B-D-P-H-A-R-M-A.com. Mybdpharma.com. Check it out today. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.